This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Time once again for our community spotlight. This week, we're with Andy Najar Reese. He's with the Agricultural Institute of Marin. A lot of great things happening over there to help farmers and help those around that community uh, get fresh food out to those that are needing and certainly other avenues that they're pursuing. And uh, Andy, I just want to get to first that the Institute's been around for 38 years. And I'm just curious when, when you tell the initial story about the mission of the Agricultural Institute of Marin, what is the mission for the group? So the Ag Institute of Marin is a 501c3 nonprofit, and we work to educate, inspire, and connect communities, responsible farmers and producers as part of a healthy, equitable, earth-friendly local and regional food system. And we operate nine certified farmers markets across the Bay Area, including the Grand Lake Farmers Market in Oakland. We also operate food access, educational, and food policy initiatives to help assure all people can get access to healthy, locally grown food. You mentioned the farmer markets, Andy. I think that's what people think about initially. You know, it's a great weekend. You're walking down the street. You get a chance to see everybody's uh, different types of vegetables and fruits that they have available. But how do you get them, the farmers, to that point? How do you help educate them? How do you help train them? How do you help them be in a position to better produce the kind of healthy food everybody's looking for? We focus on developing really high quality farmers markets. So across the, the nine different markets we run, we make sure that each market is tailored to the needs of the local community. And we focus on bringing in a wide variety of farmers, ranchers, fishers, food makers, arts and crafts producers to be part of our market experience. Um, one thing that we do is we actually run a farm audit program. So we visit every farm before they're allowed to join the market. We go to make sure that all of the products they're bringing to market, they're growing themselves, and to learn more about their business practices and their philosophy. We really wanna make sure that we have a really high quality marketplace that shoppers will come back to week after week, month after month, year after year. Andy, my daughter was a food science major at Kansas State University, so I have a, a little bit of an understanding of listening to her talking about writing papers and doing different types of research projects a little bit in this space. How do you, how do you help the, the farmers? Can you give an example of uh, a method or a way that, that helps them produce uh, in a much healthier way or, or, or methods or different kind of paths they can take in order to get their product out? So the primary option or the primary platform we provide is to sell at the farmer's markets. So we provide, we have seven year-round markets and two seasonal markets, and we have farmers that come from 43 California counties to come and participate in our market. So we've, we've developed a really high quality platform that farmers return to year after year, as well as local food makers. 
We also go above and beyond that by providing educational and training programs. So we offer to our farmers and producers, we do uh, webinars and other types of trainings focused on how to grow their business with social media and marketing, how to find and recruit labor, how to uh, develop new product lines to help support their business. Um, we also do a lot of work to connect with chefs. Um, the chef community is very important, especially as we're coming out of the COVID pandemic. Um, many local chefs shop the farmer's markets and um, they'll come and support local farmers as part of their farm to table menu. Andy Najjar Reese from the Ag Institute of Marin is our guest. And in this community spotlight, Andy, how do you help the underserved with all the products that you've got available? We want to make sure that farmers markets are accessible to everyone. And we provide a few different services. So at all of our farmers markets, we accept CalFresh, uh, federally known as SNAP and formerly called food stamps. With the CalFresh program, people that are, are at low income are able to come to the farmer's market and use their EBT card and they can swipe their EBT card and they get tokens that they can use to shop the farmer's market. We also provide a market match. So for people that come to the farmer's market, we match dollar for dollar up to $10 that they can use to buy free fruits and vegetables. And in 2020, we processed about $314,000 worth of EBT transactions and about $204,000 in market match transactions. So this represents more than a half a million dollars for our local communities where they're able to buy, afford and access local foods directly from the farmer's market. And all of that revenue is going directly into the pockets of small farmers. So for us, it's a win-win solution. We can nourish communities and also help small farmers stay in business. Andy, you touched on that uh, from the standpoint of, you know, the underserved, sometimes they'll, they'll use the, uh, the easiest path of resistance, if you will, which may not necessarily mean the healthiest of food choices for them. And so with these programs in place, uh, how important do you feel it is to, to help them get to the point where better nutrition can lead to also a lot of other positive things in their lives? Yeah, so one thing that we find is for many people across income levels that eating healthy and eating well is, is particularly important. And we really saw that emerge during the, the COVID pandemic that for many people, they wanted to be able to access healthy, nutritious foods. And also, as we saw in the beginning of the pandemic, when grocery stores, the shelves were barren, uh, people were turning to their farmer's market as a primary place to shop for fresh fruits and vegetables. It was it's an outdoor location, open air, the fewest hands have touched the food when you're getting it direct from farmer to producer, or sorry, when you're getting it direct from farmer to shopper. We also find that at the farmer's market, it's a great platform to provide education. So uh, farmers are able to provide information about how their products are grown, as well as best practices for storing produce and for recipes. And then AIM, we also provide educational programs at the farmer's market through Dig in Education. So we provide school-aged children and other groups where they can go on tours of the farmer's market. We'll do visits right now virtually, but hopefully soon enough, it will be again back in the classroom where we go and meet with classroom groups and talk about the importance of eating seasonally and understanding the, uh, the benefits to our environment and our economy and health when you're buying local foods. Um, 
One other thing that also that we did was starting at the beginning of the pandemic, so back in March 2020, when the shelter in place orders first took effect, we found that overnight, our farmers lost access to nearly all of their restaurant and catering accounts. So they had already planted and were ready to harvest certain products, but they needed someone to buy them. We also found that when the pandemic started, while many people were coming to the farmer's market, there may have been folks who were high risk that maybe didn't feel comfortable interacting with others in the public. So that's when we created a new program called the Bounty Box. The Bounty Box is a curbside produce box that includes a mix of fruits and vegetables, usually about nine products per box that come directly from the farmers at our farmer's market. And we started that program in March 2020, and that program continues to operate to this day. Andy, where can people go? Uh, what website can they go to to learn more about the Ag Institute? And also, if they've got an interest in participating, uh, either buying bounty boxes or just donating in general, where do they go? So people can go to our website. It's agriculturalinstitute.org. And there we have information about all of our farmers markets, our food access, educational and related programs. They can also visit our website for the bounty box, which is bounty-box.org. And they can learn how they can order a bounty box. The bounty box costs $30. If you use CalFresh, you get the box half off. So it's $15 for a 12 to 15 pound of mostly organic produce. It's a really great deal. And what's been really wonderful is thanks to the partnership with the Oakland A's, we've been able to donate bounty boxes to the community here in Oakland. So we're working on a partnership right now with the Oakland A's and with Kaiser Permanente, where we're donating 550 bounty boxes for free to community members through our partnership with Oakland Tribe. And we're really grateful to be able to work with the A's to help feed our community and support small farmers. And that, that is an exciting project for sure. Uh, you, you, you know, when you deal with people in their different industries, they have a passion for it. Farmers are, are no different. They, they have a great joy about what they do of, of putting something in the ground and bringing something healthy and fresh out of the ground and put it into people's homes and on their tables and when you get uh whether it's kids or adults connecting with the farmers and i know you touched on the chefs which have a different level but when when people get a chance to see them talk to them uh touch the food if you will and learn about that what are those stories like how exciting is that that you can see those connections being made that you hope continue moving forward for those different groups of people that maybe had never been to a farmer's market or had never had an opportunity to learn about why certain produce or certain vegetables were, were grown a certain way and what they can do moving forward. Well, you see kids and families, you see their eyes light up when they get to eat produce directly from the farmer's market. What's really important about shopping at the farmer's market is that you're getting produce that's been recently harvested. So. In some cases, that means the produce was harvested the day before. Some of our farmers will go out to the field in the morning of at 3 a.m. They might be grabbing some leafy greens to bring. But in most cases, you're getting produce that was picked within the last 24 to 48 hours. Whereas if you're getting produce from a grocery store, oftentimes that produce is picked uh, weeks in advance and goes to a packing warehouse before it actually lands on the grocery store shelves. So oftentimes people will go to the farmer's market and 
they'll get to try a strawberry or a blueberry and actually taste what a ripe strawberry is, should taste like. Um, so food from the farmer's market, it's the freshest, it's, it's some of the most nutritious foods you can get and it tastes better. And also when you're shopping in season, you typically are able to get uh, oftentimes produce that's more affordable um, and you're getting produce that's local. So you're not only supporting local farmers, but you're helping to preserve the value of local farmland. You're supporting our local ecosystems as well. So there's so many benefits, but at the end of the day, it's really built on the connections that are made between people and farmers and being able to look someone in their eyes and actually know that you're getting food from a place that was, it's trusted, it's high quality. Um, it's so critical to our to creating a, a really authentic food system. Um, we see people coming back year after year. We see multiple generations of folks shopping the farmer's market. We'll see now uh, adults that were shopping the farmer's market as children, and now they're coming with their own children and grandchildren. Um, and it's just really amazing to see those connections that occur um, over generations. Andy, the Ag Institute has uh, an ambitious project underway, the Center for Food and Agriculture. Can you walk me through what the hopes are long term for, for a place like that, what that would mean, uh, continuing to tell the story and just continuing to, to, to show the importance of the Ag community with, our, with all of our communities intertwined? Sure. So for us, while we know that farmers markets are a successful model, um, just given by how many years they continue to operate, uh, we operate farmers markets in empty parking lots or empty parks with no resources and nothing that provides any sort of long-term stability. So we're actually building a new place um, to serve the entire Bay Area. It's called the Center for Food and Agriculture. It's going to be physically housed at the Marin Civic Center, but it's open to or will be open to all of our communities across the Bay Area. It's going to feature uh, a farmer's market three days per week that will provide really state-of-the-art amenities, everything from overhead coverage to bathrooms to uh, drinking and hydration stations, um, better amenities for our farmers as well to make it easier for them to keep coming to the farmer's market. We're then also going to offer an educational experience so that way people, when they come to the farmer's market, they'll be able to learn how to cook at our on-site teaching kitchen. They'll be able to learn where food is grown and how food is grown by visiting our on-site edible learning gardens and also learn more about how they can play a role in being part of their own food system by attending classroom meetings, trainings, and workshops that we'll offer. So. The new Center for Food and Agriculture will be uh, truly regenerative, meaning that it's going to actually use uh, less and emit less greenhouse gases to help ensure that we're helping to reverse the climate crisis. It's also going to provide a platform where communities and shoppers can continue to connect with farmers and food makers. So we're really excited about the Center for Food and Agriculture. We're working on the development now and we're looking towards opening in uh, late 2023. Andy, I know you've got farmers markets throughout the, the entire Bay Area, but specific to the East Bay and the Oakland area, can you again remind folks where and when those farmers markets are and how they, how they take place? We operate every Saturday. We have the farmers market that's called Grand Lake. Grand Lake Farmer's Market is located uh, by Lake Merritt. It's 
at the intersection of Grand and Lake Park. Um, we have about 100 producers that sell at the market, an incredible mix of farmers and food makers, many of whom are Oakland-based businesses. We operate that market every Saturday year-round, rain or shine, from 9 a.m. till 2 p.m. And if folks come, they can either park in the garage under the freeway or they can park in the parking lot at the school across the street. Um, we also operate every Saturday our Hayward Farmers Market, which is located in downtown Hayward. Uh, next to City Hall. At that market, we have about 50 producers, uh, including farmers, food makers, and, um, and artisans that are there, again, every week, year-round, rain or shine. It's an incredible service and place for the community to come. And then on Sundays, we operate the Newark Farmers Market that's located at the New Park Mall. It's every Sunday from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. It's behind the Macy's area in the parking lot. And there we have about 50 uh, farmers and food makers who are there once again, year round, rain or shine. So three amazing opportunities to be part of your local food system and support local farmers and stay healthy, uh, stay, uh, stay well fed, and also to enjoy connecting with others uh, and getting to know your farmer. What has excited you when you're an organization that's been around for 38 years from the standpoint of success stories of, of individual or, or small groups of, of growers in a variety of areas, whether it's producing produce or vegetables or even another area that your platform and the ability to connect together has allowed them an opportunity to, to do what they love and also to provide themselves a, a career and a chance to, to put out what is important to them uh, to the community so they, they get a chance to taste whatever it is that they present at these farmers markets? Well, I think for us, I mean, we're really helping to ensure that small to mid-sized farmers and food makers can continue to operate successful businesses. So we saw, especially in 2020 during the pandemic, that so many supply chains and other forms of operations were challenged or shut down. And for us, we provided a place where farmers and food makers can continue to stay in business. And I'm really proud that in 2020, we helped to support over 350 farmers and small businesses that they were a part of our farmers markets and are still part of our farmers markets. Um, and additional programs and services we run, such as the, uh, the bounty box and providing access to EBT that helps to keep our farmers in business. And, Quite a few of our farms that have been part of the Bounty Box program have said that this initiative has helped to keep them in business. It's really helped them to stay viable. Um, I think for me, what, what I find really exciting as well is seeing not only the farms succeed, but also seeing how someone might start working at a farm and then over time they're able to actually start their own farm. And I think that's been a really exciting career path. Um, that we've seen emerge for for many of our producers at the market. Um, the farmers market is such a special community that uh, people tend to, once they're part of the farmers market community, they tend to stay for many years, if not for their whole career. So it's just really a special place. And it's one of those locations where we're still preserving the tradition of face-to-face -face connection. So um, this is not ordering food to be delivered at home. This is about getting out connecting with others in a really safe, meaningful way. Andy, the Ag Institute of Marin is in a very you know, affluent area of the Bay Area, and it, 
on your website, you have talked about the, the Ag Institute has basically looked in the mirror and said, we recognize that there is a racism issue in the ag community and you're willing to step up and try to make changes. How powerful is that? What has that process been like? Well, in 2020, we, so I worked with our board of directors and many of our community members. And not only did we create a new strategic plan, but we also created our new path to racial equity, which outlines specific steps that we as an organization need to take in order to ensure that our organization, our markets and our programs are inclusive and provide opportunities, especially for people of color to succeed. So one of the things that we've really begun focusing on is looking at our farmers markets is making sure that we provide opportunity for uh, black, indigenous and people of color, uh, immigrants, uh, LGBTQ folks, women owned businesses and so forth to make sure that they're really prioritized when it comes to joining the farmers market. So we've completely revamped our applications process. We develop partnerships with external groups like Kitchen Table Advisors and La Cocina to make sure that we're providing uh, wonderful opportunities for um, producers of color that have historically been left out of um, ver various different farmers markets and festival like settings. Um, we're also making sure that when we look at all of our programming that we're making, that we're thinking about the curricula and the models to ensure that it's inclusive and reflective of uh, cultural traditions and foods that we serve are culturally appropriate. So we're really working on a, a really intentional shift at our farmers markets to make sure that they reflect the communities that are shopping there. And it's, it's been a really exciting and powerful journey. Um, it's not something that's achieved overnight. It's really a, a lifelong commitment. And it's also about calling out and challenging systems of oppression that are so currently um, embedded in, uh, especially in government run food programs. Um, we've actually taken it a step further. So uh, Ag Institute of Marin joined up with 14 other organizations and we've co-sponsored a state bond called Assembly Bill or AB 125 that would be a $3.3 billion investment in uh, small scale producers, especially producers of color, um, low income communities of color to help assure access to uh, funds and infrastructure to help farms thrive, help to be resilient to wildfires and help to assure that all people can access healthy food. So that bill's actually going through the legislature right now and we're gonna reconvene next year as part of the second year. So what it comes down to is making sure there's public funds that are being directed towards producers and communities that have, have historically been left out of publicly funded agriculture and community programs. Well, finally, Andy, with the education and training programs, uh, the Cal Fresh initiative, the, the Bounty Box program that you got available, when you think of farmer markets, uh, you think, like you mentioned, you think of community, you think of people coming together. And that's something we all uh, want to regain. And, and we know that the farmer's markets are a powerful tool in that regard to allow people in, in that setting to, uh, to enjoy the outside, to, uh, to come face to face with people that bring, you know, basically from farm to table opportunities and a chance for, for those folks to nourish themselves in a way that maybe they had not experienced before. And I think it builds this, this, this chance for, for just 
the, the feeling that you want inside your own community and the fact that you do it not only in the East Bay, but throughout the Bay Area is uh, it's just something to really be proud of. And I'm sure you feel the same way with the uh, Agriculture Institute of Marin. Yeah, we do definitely feel that sense of pride. I mean, running farmers markets is is not easy. There's a lot of work that goes into it. Everything from permitting to negotiating with trash and waste services to managing conflict that inevitably occurs in any sort of public space. So um, our, our market managers, I think, have really done an amazing job of continuing to operate farmers markets. And we've done it through wildfire smoke through power outages through uh through like intense wind and hail storms to now through a global pandemic um and people are really driven by their commitment and passion for having a better food system um and we can do that here locally and especially so in oakland it's it's seeing the people that are part of our grand lake market um the community members that come every Saturday who are there, again, rain or shine. Um, hopefully we'll get that rain soon enough, but um, we really find that the farmer's market creates that sense of community. It's it's one of the gathering places where people can come together from all walks of life and be able to find something that makes them happy through, through food, um, through food, through community, through music. Um, it's really about connecting with one another and getting to know our neighbors and farmers markets are able to provide that platform. The place to go is the agriculturalinstitute.org. Agriculturalinstitute.org gives you the mission of uh, the Ag Institute of Marin. Also tells you about the Cow Fresh programs, the success stories, the bounty box. It's all there for you to peruse and participate. Also an opportunity to donate as well as they continue to do good work around the community. Andy, yeah, so Najar Reese yeah, from the Agriculture Institute of Marin. Thank you Great. for joining thank us. So I appreciate much. it. Yeah, it was a pleasure. Thanks for having me today. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.